He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hello, Church of the Cross, and welcome back to the Ninth Avenue Nine. This is your host, Joel Bascom, pastor of Connecting and Equipping. I hope you had a wonderful Easter and a good Holy Week. I am speaking to you today with almost summer-like weather. It was 85 yesterday. If there were ever a year we could use in early spring, this is it. Baseball has begun. The Twins and the Dodgers are both off to a great start. Things are good. You may have noticed a different piece of music at the intro for the show today. The piece I used for the first few shows was a performance by my daughter, Corey, and my son, Jack, of Bach's Sheep May Safely Graze. The new piece is a duet between my sons, Jack and Wes, and it's part of the New World Symphony by Dvorak. If you watched the Easter Vigil, you may recognize it from the Zephaniah reading. I continue to hear from many of you about the show and your desire to be a part of it. So far, it has leaned heavy toward the brothers at Cross, so to the sisters out there, I would love to hear from you, whether you want to join me via Zoom or just send me your pics via email. My email address is joel at ofthecross.org. I will continue to put out episodes more often as long as I continue to have a lineup of guests. At first, Pastor Christian was comparing me to a dragon sitting on his treasure because I had so many interviews that I hadn't broadcast yet. I am getting caught up. With that, on to this show. I was able to talk with longtime Cross member Steve Hunt about his picks. He had some great ideas about music, and I really identified with his luxury item. It was great to chat with him about music and get to know him a bit better. So, pull up a chair and listen in to the 9th Avenue 9 featuring Mr. Steve Hunt. Welcome to the basement, folks. Welcome back. My guest in the basement today is a longtime member of Church of the Cross. I've enjoyed seeing him and his family over the years at church and have enjoyed chatting with him here and there. After hearing the first episode of the podcast with Pastor Christian, he started thinking about which albums he would pick. The first time we greeted together in last January, I got to hear about some of his thoughts, so I thought it would be great to have him on the podcast. It is always great to hear what music people love, and it's great to get to know this gentleman better. So without further ado, I welcome to the big program, Mr. Steve Hunt. Hi, Steve. Hey, Joel. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. So, uh, Steve, I do this with everybody. I'm going to go over the ground rules because I'm a stickler, you know, for rules. So here's the ground rules. You're locked in the church basement for a year. Uh, You can have any nine albums with you you want. The church basement has Bibles and books of common prayer, but you can have one other book, and then you can have one luxury item. So is all that clear? You got that? Very clear. Thank you. All right. Steve, um, how long have you been going to Church of the Cross? Tell everybody how long you've been with us. Um, gosh, I'm, I, exact dates I'm not great with, but I'd say it's between eight and nine years. Okay. And where did you grow up? I grew up in Edina, um, same house, uh, Navajo Trail. Um, if you're on 62, there's a big hill um, in the southwest corner of Edina. My best friend lived on top of that hill. Yes. Um, and, and I lived about uh, 300 yards south of there. And so, um, uh, yeah, that's where I grew up. I went to Creek Valley, which is uh, the neighborhood school. And Went to Edina. There was two schools then. It was Edina West High School. Now it's been one for many years. So 
Um, yeah, I have a brother and sister. They live out state. And uh, my mom passed a number of years ago. My okay. dad is 93. He lives in a, a senior home. So Nearby? Uh, yeah, Friendship Village in Bloomington. Okay. All right. Have you been able to see him much during the quarantining, during the pandemic? or? Not a lot. A yeah. few times. Um, we brought our dog over and uh, kind of... Uh, he did sing some Christmas songs to him. <laughs> he yeah. was out on the balcony, but um, yeah, it's it's been tough. Um, I bet, I bet. For, for everyone, so. I bet. And Steve uh, has been, so he's been with us for eight or nine years. He's got two kids, Andrew and Ellie, and his wife, Anna, ha have been longtime members of the church. So it's great to have you on the show, and... Unless you have uh, some other pleasantries to exchange, I think we should get into the music. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. So as always, as with all of my guests, I'm going to be talking with Steve throughout, and we will be putting up a playlist on Spotify of Steve's favorite songs from the albums. So you're locked in the basement, nine albums. What is your first pick? Well, I'm, I'm going to start with a Minnesota icon, and um, I know Christian had this on his list, too, um, Mr. Dillon. Oh, um, yes. I, I also refer to him as Mr. Dillon always. Yeah. Yes. I, I guess technically it's Mr. Zimmerman. Yes. And I, I did make a pilgrimage to his house last year in Hibbing, so I saw the street where he, the house where he grew up, and um, it, it was quite interesting. I have been to the, to Hibbing. I've seen the high school. I haven't been to his house and it is a, it is a small town American looking city. Yep. It's really cool. It, very much. Yeah. So which album of Mr. Dillon's? Well, I, I struggled Joel because there are so many out there. Um, and I picked, I narrowed it down to three from the eighties. Um, I had Shot of Love, which was 1981, and Infidels, 83, and Empire Burlesque, which was 1985. But I'm settling on Infidels. Got it. Um, and I, I like a couple songs on there. Uh, Joker Man. Oh, yes. Neighborhood, neighborhood Bully. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of symbolism with uh, Israel there. Um, I first heard this song in a Volkswagen driving in Basel, Switzerland. Um, visiting with some friends of my mom and her, her kids, but it's kind of a long story, but, um, I just, uh, it really hit me and, um, I came home, bought the album and now I rebought it uh, a few years ago. So, you know, I, I love Dylan as you probably could figure out, but that is one album that I don't think I've ever listened to. I've listened to, I've heard some of those songs like Joker man. I, I remember yeah. hearing that song, but honestly that, you've given me a great idea of something that I could explore a little bit because that is an, an era of his music. Like I've, I've listened, I love desire in the seventies and slow train coming and everything, but I, I've not really tapped into the eighties except Oh Mercy at the end of the eighties. I've yeah, listened to that yeah. one. Yeah. He had his Jesus period, um, yes. you know, in the late, late seventies. Yes. Um, and then, you know, I kind of lost that. Um, some of the eighties albums allude to, to faith, but, um, mm -hmm. You know, Dylan, he's hard to, to peg. And, um, <laughs> yes. Have you ever had the space. chance to see him live? Yes. I saw him at the Metrodome. Um, gosh, it must have been, I think, early 90s. Okay. And I might have seen him live at a smaller venue, but mm -hmm. I can't remember where. But definitely I saw him at the Metrodome, yeah. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? Was it good? The acoustics were not great. Yeah, Metrodome, I guess, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And I think Petty played then, too. And okay. It was like three huge artists. Um, I should go back and look. Um, <laughs> I have a ticket stub or something. But, yeah, it was fun just to see him. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a, a that's a great way to start. You can't go wrong with starting with Bob Dylan. Exactly. What's number two? Well, another, number two is a Canadian icon, and he gets some playtime in, in the States. I've heard him on, on The Current once in a while. Uh, that's Bruce Colburn. Okay. And spelling C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. Um, he, he's from Toronto. He lives in the States now, but I just went and looked online. He has 39 albums. Wow. And yeah, he's 75 now. Okay. He's still putting out albums. I saw him two years ago All right. at the Cedar Theater um, down at the U of M, uh-huh. by the U of M, and, and he was very good. Um, seen him three times live. <clears throat> so what's the album called? The album, it was, again, a hard choice, but I picked Nothing But a Burning Light from 1991. Um, and Colburn uh, is a Christian, uh-huh. uh, although like, like Dylan, he's kind of a veiled sim- <laughs> yes. kind of symbolism. Um, but he has one song on there called Somebody Touched Me, um, uh-huh. wonderful tune. Child of the Wind, love it. Um couple others that are very good but you know anyone listening i would encourage you to to check out bruce colburn um he he's won all every award in canada that you can win but uh he's just not huge in the states and it's spelled c-o-c-k not c-o-l yep okay u-r-n yep. i've definitely Col- heard the name but yeah. i mean that's going to be I'm, i'll really look forward uh to 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 exploring that and you said you've seen him a few times so you've... yep yep yeah he's um you got connected to him in college i went to bethel um yeah. there's kind of like this peace and justice committee um uh-huh. during, <laughs> yeah. during uh the contra wars and yeah yeah and um you know reagan was president but yeah. some people in this group just sort of introduced me to, to colburn and mm-hmm. i i fell in love with him and uh I haven't really stopped liking him since probably 1982 or 83, so it's been a long time. So, okay, what year, what year did you graduate from from high school? Um, 81. Okay, all right. All right, Steve, what's number three? Well, number three is um, a band, and I'm piggybacking on Christian here. Okay. It's the Water the water boys water boys uh, sure yes and i know joel you know the water boys yes um the album i picked was the whole of the moon oh sure yeah 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 and um a couple songs on there i just love um i i, I was fortunate enough to see the water boys um uh, november of 2019 they played down in dinky town at this bar oh wow and I heard the night before, and I, I just went down there and I bought a ticket off someone. They were fantastic. Um, you know, the the band has a lot of moving parts, but I think it's uh, Scott. Uh, do you know the lead singer? His name? It's not Michael Scott. <laughs> uh, isn't that the guy from The Office? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, um, let me look real quick. I, uh, those of you listening at home, I'm going to do a quick search on my phone to see if I can find it. But yeah, I remember Christian bringing him up. Uh, yep. Mike Scott, you're right. Mike Scott. Mike, Mike Scott, it is. 
Well, yeah. Just not, just yeah. not Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Hole of the Moon, and um, I, um, I had a good friend who died of cancer um, many years ago, and I remember one of our friends saying uh, a Waterboys tune at the funeral, and it was so sweet. It was um, I, I can't even call it the the song, but it was just really poignant, um, powerful. Um, and the Water Boys too. They they definitely a spiritual element to them. Um, Mike Mike Scott. Um, I don't. I, I I've looked him up online, and I know he's into some new age stuff. And yeah. But um, anyway. So a couple of tracks from that. I mean, the title track I think is one of their most famous songs. Yep. So that would. What what was what would another one be that you like on that one? Um. Let's see. Uh, Fisherman's Blues is 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 good. Um, uh, she is so beautiful. Okay. Um, yeah, but the whole of the moon definitely is my favorite. Um, one other song I really like is, um, uh, the sea. Uh -huh. Um, and I don't know what album that's on, but no, this is the sea. It's on this one. I'm there sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great tune. Um, guitars, drums. Um, anyway. Well, very cool. And you know, I think, there was um, one of the times I've seen you uh, 2 a few times. And I, one of the times I went, I think it was the last time I went, they used Hole in the Moon, that song, as the song they kind of walked out to. You know, it's yeah. like after they dimmed the lights. Oh, you know, cool. So you knew, you know, so you knew the band was coming. They played that. So I have a feeling that, uh, you know, they were a big influence or at least yeah. really loved by you by 2 it's been covered by quite a few bands and singers, so. Um, but I think the Waterboys wrote the song, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Okay, well, you've got three really, really good entries. So right after, uh, right after we get through three, we will be taking a little break here, and we will be right back to hear Steve's four, five, and six picks. And we are back with our friend Steve. Steve, those are three very strong entries to start us off. Thank you so much. Sure. Yes, absolutely. So um, when you were going through these picks, did you feel like uh, there was a certain time of your life that a lot of these reflected? Did they all kind of come from younger, you know, older? When? Yeah, more more college age. Mm -hmm. When I mentioned Basel, Switzerland, I was mm -hmm. um, in college. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the Sandinista and Contra war that was, you know, when I was in college, too. And um, I'm going to go to another album later um, that definitely ties into college, uh, you know, memories. So, yeah, it's funny how things kind of rush back, you know. Yeah, I mean, of the people I've interviewed so far, that does tend to be college does tend to seem to play a pretty big role, yeah. I have to say. What's Maybe number a lot of freak bones. Yeah, what's number four? Number four, I'm going to go to the female persuasion here. Um, and um, like Christian, I like Natalie Merchant, 10,000 Maniacs a lot. Yeah. Um, I like Sarah McLaughlin. Mm -hmm. um, I love her voice. Um, but I'm going to go with Cowboy Junkies. Uh -huh. um, and uh, the album is The Trinity Session. And uh, one particular song I like is Sweet Jane. And, and that's still played quite a bit on the I radio. have heard that many times, yes. Yep. Yeah, she's just got a real 
kind of breathy voice, um, you know, kind of a bar type of voice. I'm not even sure what her name is, the lead singer, but I know her brother or brothers are in the band too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, whoops. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's, that's a great song. I remember that. What, what is there any other songs on there that I might remember? Oh, gosh, um, I'd have to pull out the album, but um, I, not off the top of my head, I don't mm-hmm. recall. But they did a couple other really good albums, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sweet Jane is, a, I think, a, originally a Lou Reed song, a Velvet Underground I, song. Yeah. yeah, and it's really, yeah, but and that's a good one, uh, if you've ever heard it, but the, the Cowboy Junkies version of it is much slower, much more mellow, yeah. and it's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, I think they insert that bass, uh, the Cowboy mm-hmm. Junkies, in quite a few of their songs, and, and I like it. Uh, I like how they, you know, set up their band. Yeah. What's number five? Number five, I am going to Southern California. I know you're from there. Oh, so. Southern California. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, that's Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown, uh, sure. Yes, yes. Uh, kind of that Eagles and, and you know, late 70s sound. Um Running on Empty is the album, yeah. Um, which was uh, recorded in '77, and I, I went back and looked at that. They recorded a few songs in motel rooms okay. and on the bus. And uh, Running on Empty is just—it's a classic song. Yeah. It's a road trip song. Um, mm-hmm. I also like Stay, Won't You Stay, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great tune. Um, used to go into my sister's room secretly, and I'd play this album. Uh, don't tell her I, I used to do that. But, well, fortunately, uh, this isn't being recorded or anything, so you don't need to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and I, I still, I think I have four or five Jackson Brown albums. Yeah. Um, he, he's, uh, you, you know, kind of a melancholic guy, uh, but uh, good lyrics and great guitar and. Um, uh, just a good sound overall. Yeah, definitely a, a real close cousin of the uh, the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what. Let's see, I'm looking and see what what the other songs are on there that I need any I know of. Oh, I don't think really know any of these other songs, but that that title track is is a classic. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, Doctor, my eyes is a great. That's yeah. Not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tender as the night. Um, Late for the Sky, um, Take It Easy. I think he wrote that. I know it's covered yeah, by a lot. Yeah, he did, he did. I think he did. Yeah. I think it was, and then it ended up being a big hit. I think one of the yep. Eagles' first hits, as yeah, I recall. Yeah. Well, I wasn't around quite yet, but I, I think I, on the <laughs> e, on the Eagles' Greatest Hits album, it's like the first one on there. So Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Southern California, we've been to Scotland, we've been to Hibbing, Minnesota. What's number six? Um, let's see. I'm going to New Jersey. New Jer- and, uh, oh, New Jersey. Don't, don't tease me. Who's this going to be? I think I have, I might have a clue here. G- g- give me a guess here. Uh, is it the boss? It is the boss. Uh, yeah. which album of the bosses do you like, Steve? Well, a little more obscure album. Um, it, it's Nebraska. Oh, I love the- Nebraska. Great album. Yeah, okay. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, first time I listened to it, it was haunting, you know? Oh yeah. The guitar and Bruce, um, great lyrics, um, great storytelling. Um, Atlantic City, I love that song. Mm-hmm. My Father's House, Johnny 99. Um, 
I think this is the first album, you know, Springsteen kind of showed some versatility and mm-hmm. got away from the, you know, sax and electric guitars. And, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's beautiful album. Um, Which is the song? But, There's a song that, um, that he sings on that album. Um, I, where it's about, um, it's about a guy whose younger brother is like a criminal. What's the yeah. name of that song? It's Johnny 99. Is that Johnny? Oh, that song. And I, I heard the first time I ever heard that song, Johnny Cash sang it. Really? Yeah. Okay. And it's really great. Um, but man, that, oh, it's beautiful. And then uh, Mansion on a Hill is a great yeah. song. Um, and then, uh, I'm trying to think what other ones are on there. But yeah, Atlantic City, I think, is the most famous song but yeah i mean i think at that point he was still with the e street band but he just comes out with yeah. this album that's just him and a guitar yep yep exactly yeah yeah that is a beautiful album i actually have a cop i uh, i have a copy of that on i have a record copy of it, a vinyl copy of it mm-hmm. i i have oh, cool. yeah i i would i have uh, a few bruce springsteen ones we saw have you ever seen bruce live i haven't i'd love to but yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I, I don't mean to make it about me all of a sudden because it's you're the star here, but I did see them in two thousand in, in two thousand when they first got together again with the E Street Band, and man, it, it was a great show. If you ever get the chance, he, it's just unbelievable, and the crowd loves him. So, yeah. Um, have you ever seen the film Nebraska? It came out a few years ago. Yes, I did see that. It, yeah, and there's some parallels to the album and and. Um and the uh the film and i i like both a lot um it's one of my favorite directors his name slips me right now he did about schmidt and um sideways yes um, um alexander payne is his name thank you yeah yeah he, he did a great with... one D- didn't he do the one uh he did one with george clooney about uh yeah up uh, in the, the air descent, the dis- what was it no, up in the air no that was different um it was one about hawaii um, Yeah. Oh, I don't recall. Where he's the dad of the two daughters. Um, Yep, yep. I'm trying to think. It's I feel like it's the Descendants, but I can't remember for sure. But yeah, it was a great movie. Got on a segue there, but well, that's fine. You know, it's 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 common grace. God gives us these arts, and there's all these wonderful things. In in the basement of the church, you know, you got to think about a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You you have you you have a lot of time to fill, and so you can start thinking. And and it's funny because. Going back to where we got, we started here. It's funny because the the movie Nebraska is in black and white, so it's that stark, it's that starkness yeah. that kind of reminds yeah. me of the Springsteen album. A lot of stark, barren landscape shots, and uh, just like the album. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Joel, can I move that sofa from the kids' uh, meeting room to in front of the fireplace? Because uh, I think that'd be nice and cozy in you the know basement. What? I, I, you know, I'm asking a lot of everybody who's on my show. So yes, I will allow that. And and that way, if you do that, you know, your luxury item might be, might, might not end up having to be a couch or something. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right, Steve. Sounds good. So we're through six now and we're going to take a little break here and we'll be right back to hear Steve's last three picks as well as his book and his luxury item. Six amazing albums. I think that I would even want to visit you in the basement, but I can't because you're going to be exiled. <laughs> um, so 
when you were going through this, I and mean, when we talked about a little bit of about you know time of life, was there a you know a, a method you used to whittle down what your picks were going to be? Um, not you know I, I went through my CD collection, Joel, and um, kind of looked to see what I had. That helped. Um, last summer during COVID, I had you know a lot of extra time, and I and I made a list, and unfortunately I lost it. I had to redo my list, uh-huh. but. Um, COVID, you know, provides a lot of that contemplation opportunity. <laughs> yes, so. it sure does. Yeah. It's almost funny that I'm doing this thing about being locked in the church basement a year, because for yeah. for many of us, that's been kind of the way this last year has been anyway. Of course, we've been in our home with our exactly. families and everything. So the isolation element would be even worse, unless for those of you listening out there who already live by themselves, I don't mean to be insensitive to you. But yeah, it's definitely yeah. been, we've all been um, sort of, living like this a little bit anyway. Um, all right. So with that in mind, we're, we'll get going on your last two picks. What's number seven? Number seven. Um, I'm going to go up to Canada again. And uh, this is an old rocker. Um, yeah. been still playing. Um, Mr. Neil Young. Oh, Neil Young. Sure. And uh, I got introduced to Neil Young in the basement of Peter Sutterdahl's house, probably about... 1979 uh-huh. he had live, live rust i don't know if you oh yeah i have that, that one that's yeah. a great album yep. that's really good yeah it is and uh uh it's got some great tunes just has that concert feel you know recorded i don't know where he recorded it but yeah. some stupid shout out shout outs he did and uh uh-huh. you know neil neil is a little frumpy and grumpy but um <laughs> that's true i, I love, yeah. love that album I drove through Canada, and this is in college, and I remember um, I had another Neil Young album, but it was on the Trans-Canada Highway, and that was a time you could pick up hitchhikers, and I just met some very interesting characters on this highway. I was driving out to New Hampshire from Minnesota uh-huh. um, to work at a summer camp, and uh, yeah, Neil Young really sticks out in my mind there. So Live yeah. Rust is your pick, huh? Yep, yep. There's, uh, there's, you know, Harvest is great. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, you know, Comes a Time. Um, is that an album? Anyway, I, I don't really like his last 20 years, but his 70s and, and 80s albums were great. Yeah, Out of the Blue, Into the Black. That's mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Hey, hey, my, my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he's... Uh, Cor- Cor- have you had a chance to see him? Have you ever had a chance to see him? I did see him again at the Metrodome, um, and again, the acoustics were not very good, but <laughs> at least I saw him. I can uh, uh, cut that off my list. So That's great. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a fantastic guitarist, too. Just really yeah. good rock on the guitar. Yep. All right, what's number eight, Steve? Number eight. Um, this is kind of an odd pick. Um, the last few years, you know, I'm in mid-50s range here, but I, I kind of just have enjoyed uh, exploring classical music. Um, yeah. The last couple of years, uh, I have just fallen in love with uh, Beethoven, um, especially yeah. the Moonlight Sonata, a couple of his sonatas, just the piano pieces. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, you know, an, an album of the, the sonata pieces, I, I can play that down in the basement. Um and uh of course you know all his symphonies are are incredible um but um i kind of like that quiet slow pace so 
Moon, Moonlight is uh, is really really pretty. Uh, it, I, I have yeah, that's yeah. I, I I love his sonatas, and that one is probably one of his most famous, if not his, you know, at least one of the two or three most famous of his sonatas. Yep, yep. I have it on my Pandora account, and it's just a stream nonstop of uh, Moonlight Sonata. It's like you know twenty different um, artists uh, playing the piano. So, and I actually really like. Um, the third movement of that too, it's kind okay, of a, it's kind of a neat uh, little sprightly thing. After the first movement's really, you know, sounds like moonlight, and then the third one is almost it's like the first movement's like the moonlight in the dark, and then the third movement's like the moonlight kind of dancing on the water almost. It seems like. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's really pretty. All right. We ha we have gotten through eight picks. We have gone all over the world. We've and we're we have gotten guitar. We've gotten Dylan. We've gotten Beethoven. What's your number nine pick? Well, this is the Spy Plane Band. Um, I saved the best for last. <laughs> the Spy uh, Plane Band, of course. Yes, yes uh, of course. You too. Yeah. Uh, a uh, little-known band from Ireland, as yes. Christian said. Yes. Uh, very hard to pick one album. I know Christian picked, um, do you recall what he picked? Um, yeah, Christian picked Unforgettable Fire. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, War is a great album. Um, mm -hmm. But I went to 19, I think it was 87 or 86, uh, Josh. Oh, yes. yes, I know where you're going. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I remember driving to work that summer that came out in the summer i think it was 87 and i was yeah. like wow this is a incredible album um and you know they they did uh octune baby was a good album Z yeah. zuropa or zootopia was it um, they did, you know yeah. a few other great albums but i think this to me was their pinnacle um uh, the the guitar work and lyrically um and we're talking about the joshua i don't think you, we've see. actually said the title yet so we're talking about the joshua tree it's their, their biggest album um what was the first song you remember hearing um i still with or without you yeah. i would say is my top spin on that album mm -hmm. um still haven't found what i'm looking for is a great song uh i actually bullet the blue sky too i think it's mm -hmm. kind of a cool you know 1000 2000 <laughs> yes i don't know if you recall that oh, of uh, course uh but that the, but, we have a tradition uh, we have a tradition in our family where every time we go on a road trip we listen to that as we're leaving ah <laughs> uh, good good choice very yeah. good um and did i see did I see them in concert? Yes. <laughs> I saw them in the top row, very back row of the Target Center. Uh -huh. And it, it was great. It, it didn't matter. I was in the top row. Acoustics were great. And, you know, Bono was such a showman. Yeah. Um, it's it a wonderful. I, I, I bought one ticket. My wife had just had our first son. Uh -huh. She said, why don't you go? And, and, I, and I just went. And I'm so glad I did. So was that a Vertigo tour or? I think it was. Yes. You have a good memory. That was, let's see, Andrew's 15, so probably in 2006? Yeah. No, 2005, yeah. Probably like Vertigo. Yeah, well, you, you've got me there, Steve. I have to say, I'm not going to give away what picks I would take to the basement, but there's a very, very strong chance that this album would be uh, with me down there if I was going to go. Yeah, many people, I think. And you know the thing that, that 
I, that I've always loved. I mean, I can't think of a first three songs on any album that are better yeah. than the first three songs on this album. But when I really started to listening to the second side of the album, really mm-hmm. digging into In God's Country, One Tree Hill, those are beautiful songs. I, I love them yeah. so much. Yeah. Well, You're right. The first, first three are great. Oh, the first three. I mean, it, it just, they, they're all three. Each of them are classics in their own right. And they're each, mm-hmm. you know, Where the Streets Have No Name is, is, uh, is just a wonderful song. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, this is a an amazing collection, Steve. And besides all that, you get a book as well. And you have the the Bible, you have Book of Common Prayer, since it's our Anglican church basement. What's your book going to be? My book, Joel, now, this is hard because um, my profession is English teaching. So I've, I've read, oh. you know, a lot of great novels, taught a lot of great novels. Um, but I'm going to a book of prayer. Um, I discovered this book um, when I went to Bethlehem Baptist mm-hmm. in their bookstore. Yeah. Um, it is uh, called The Valley of Vision, and it's oh, a yeah. collection of Puritan prayers and devotions. Um, never, this book never gets old. Um, I'm going to read some of the uh, you know pastors who have written in this. Um, David Brainerd, John Bunyan, uh, of course, Charles Spurgeon, um, uh, Richard Baxter, uh, Thomas Watson. They're not as well known, but um, I, I like the book because it doesn't give the pastor's name. Mm-hmm. Um, almost every prayer, it's all prayer. Yeah. Um, th- there's some that rhyme, um, but just really deep theology, very um, you know, a lot on, um, on salvation and um, what is it? The, the blood, uh, <laughs> sanctification, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, propitiation. Um, but it, it the, the book never gets old. I, I gave Christian a copy. I, I hope he read it. I, <laughs> I'm not sure, but, um, it, it's definitely my favorite, uh, book of prayer. I have not read the whole book, but I'm familiar with it. And I've, I've, I have definitely, I have a, a, a friend of mine from my church in Chicago when we were in seminary who put, mm-hmm. who has put a couple of those to, to music. I'll have to share those yep. with you. Uh, oh, cool. They are I'd love fantastic. To hear them. Yeah. She has a song called Valley of Vision. Uh, and yep. uh, it is really, really good. Her name is Jody Lewis. Um, hmm. She is a, a, she is a performer. She does travel around and, um, but she, uh, she has a song on her, on one of her albums called Valley of Vision. That's beautiful. So, okay. Uh, okay, and you've already moved the couch out of the youth room to the fireplace, so I guess you don't need a couch. What's your luxury item going to be? Well, you know, th- this was a, a difficult choice. I thought of a jacuzzi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Good thinking. That's a good. Yeah. You know, the water gets a little stale down there, and I'm not sure if I could dump the old water out um, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, grill. we do have that, you know, that, that uh, huge pool that we have. So when we immerse people, you could take that. Yeah. If you, if you get in there early enough, you could just take that down there and you have a jacuzzi without having to have it be your luxury item. Who knows? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I thought of a, a grill, but maybe the fire marshal wouldn't like that. You Plus know, you do uh, have the kitchen there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, Joel, I, I, um, my, my family knows this. Um, I'm addicted to white noise. Okay. And 
I I need a fan to fall asleep. <laughs> I do and, too, um, Steve. So, right here, you can see it right behind me. We're on I, Zoom I right that. now, and we yeah. can I can I'm I'm Zoom calling this, and I'm showing Steve my fan that's in my bedroom as well. So I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, thirty dollar item. You know, it's not fancy, but um, I would bring a fan down to the basement. And, and in the summer, I'm assuming it gets a little warm down there. So. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, this sounds fantastic. So you can you can have your fan on, you can read your Puritan theology, and you can listen yep. to, we still haven't found what I'm looking for, all at the same time. Oh, exactly. It sounds like a wonderful retreat. All right. Well, Steve, this has been a blast. It's great to, to talk to you. It's great to hear about some of your favorite music. And like we said at the beginning of the podcast, we will be putting together a Spotify playlist. I interview the everybody. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to be broadcasting this. So if there's anything in here that sounded weird, that seems out of place or anachronistic, that is on us. But we will be uh, putting up a Spotify playlist along with this podcast. So, Steve, thank you so much for coming on to the ninth. You are welcome, Joel. It's been my Joel. It's been my pleasure. Absolutely. Have fun. And there you have episode six. I hope you enjoyed it. My thanks to Steve Hunt for talking with me. His picks included one of my all-time faves being the Joshua Tree, as well as some music that was new to me. The Bruce Coburn tracks were totally new for me, and I really enjoyed them. If you have never been a fan of Bruce Springsteen, Nebraska might be an interesting one to check out. Plus, between Steve and Pastor Christian, it's great to get better acquainted with some of the music of the Waterboys. If you want to hear a sampling of Steve's picks, check out the Spotify playlist Steve and I put together. It's linked with the, the podcast episode. You'll get a chance to hear some of it. With that, we will wrap this up. My next guest will be worship team member and sound expert Justin Van Ingham. Look for that episode in a couple of weeks. Until then, he is risen. And the peace of the Lord be with you.